بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هل أتى على الإنسان حين من الدهر لم يكن شيئا مذكورا إنا خلقنا الإنسان من نطفة أمشاد نبتليه فجعلناه سميعا بصيرا إنا هديناه السبيل إما شاكرا وإما كفورا صدق الله مولانا العظيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وبعد What is the best day of the week as we were told by the Prophet Anyone knows? Friday. Why is that? The Prophet said something about that day, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, خير يوم طلعت فيه الشمس The best day ever that the sun rose upon something is يوم الجمعة is the day of Friday. فيه خلق آدم Now is that coffee ولا شو اللي عم تشربوها هنا? ايه شو? هاتين الشرب يلا مش مشكلة. أنا ما فهمتش عليك شو بتحكي أصلا. تقولي جبت I don't even understand what So the Prophet said, The best day that ever the sun rose upon, Adam. On that day, Adam was created. On that day, Adam entered heaven. And on that day, Adam was brought out from heaven. وَلَا تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ إِلَّا يَوْمُ الْجُمْعَةِ Zakallah And the day of judgment will not happen except on a Friday. Now, if you look at this hadith, you find that the major uh, phases that has to do with our existence all happened on what? On a Friday. Our creation, entering heaven, the test and getting out, and going to account at the day of judgment, all happening on what? On Friday. طيب. With that being said, what do we read if you are an imam leading Salat al-Fajr in a masjid? What is the sunnah to read Salat al-Fajr on the day of Friday? What are the two surahs you're supposed to read as an imam leading Friday Fajr? Anyone knows? Naam? As-Sajda and Surah Al-Insan. And what did I start reading in the beginning? Surah Ish? Al-Insan. Surat Al-Insan that started by saying هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينٌ مِّنَ الدَّهْرِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْئًا مَذْكُورًا Ask yourself, who are you? Go back in time. And check who you are. Allah is reminding you that you are nothing. How old are you now? 20? 25? 30? طيب. 21 years ago, where were you? 26 years ago, where were you? 31 years ago, where were you? You were nothing. You didn't even exist. From Surah Al-Insan and from Surah Al-Sajda, 
It is a, a, a weekly reminder that we should always remember ourselves as humans, nothing else, and that our purpose in life is to do sujood for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surah Al-Sajda. And that's what brings me to the subject that I want to talk about today. You could see it. The illness of self-admiration. Because from that foundation of self-admiration, which we translate to Arabic is what? Should self-admiration in Arabic? Which is now a, a mushkila, a problem, a disaster. With social media, when I was to grow up back in Lebanon, there was like four uh, TV stations or uh, channels. That's it. You only had four options to watch. Nowadays, there are six, seven billion things to watch on a daily basis. Because everyone has his own channel now, mashallah. Now we are recording so we can have our own channel later on. As we say. This illness is growing too big, too fast, that is affecting the functionality of you as a Muslim and your role in life as a Khalifa, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted you to be in this life. And al-ijabu bin nafs or self-admiration is the foundation of what will lead you to what? Al-ghurur. That's how it goes. Ijab bin nafs. Self-admiration. If you keep feeding that into yourself, you jump into al-ghurur, which is vanity. And then if you are full of ghurur, you jump into what? Arrogance. At-takabur. Which arrogance is a secure stamp for you to be in hell. Yani if, if, if you're not going to watch out trying to contain self-admiration not to flow and not to exceed, you're going to be full of vanity and then you're going to be yani, spreading arrogance to even people around you. What is the difference between these three? Anyone could tell me what's the difference between self-admiration, vanity or ghurur and then arrogance, takabur, any, any ideas? Man, this is good. A lot of cardamom in it, looks like. Huh? Any ideas? Self-admiration is when you feel good about yourself without affecting anyone. You don't harm anyone. It's just within yourself. I'm I do live streams and then I go watch myself like 10 times a day. MashaAllah. Wow. Maybe I need to fix this. You know, I shouldn't have this open. It doesn't look good. It should be closed. I should change the dress. live stream with the same dish Change. You start... Feeling good about yourself, Allah, you know, change this, hot this, and for the sisters, makeup, 
الغرور when you start looking down at people's actions or uh, words or whatever and you show that yeah طلع هذا just like the one who just walked in where did she buy that dress from my goodness all her life she was like broke she always went to thrift stores walmart so had a dress you know from lord and taylor ولا مش عارف انه like at least it's like 5 600 bucks for when you start feeding yourself from self admiration into looking down and making judgment of people's actions or words that's called what غرور now there's an upgrade it's called arrogance arrogance is that when you degrade people hurt them in their face and say things that really hurt them and put them down based on seeing yourself better than them and sometimes it's based on uh, your financial status sometimes because of knowledge unfortunately knowledge should make you a um, knowledgeable person professional respectful but some people you know use that in, in, in a wrong way so this is the road map of arrogance it starts by self-admiration it lands on vanity and غرور and it nourishes into takabbur and arrogance and if someone is filled with any drop of arrogance this is what Allah said in the hadith al-qudusi al-kibriya'u rida'i Allah is saying when we say Allah's might we don't translate that as arrogance and English translation falls short arrogance is only a term that we use for ourselves as a bad thing but Allah's might he has all the right of might because he's also merciful he's also knowledgeable and it's all the 99 names of Allah so it's perfect to say about him al-might aw al-kibriya fi haqqu subhanahu wa ta'ala wal 'azamatu izari so might and gratefulness is like my garment Allah is saying man naza'ani wahidatan minhunna if anyone steps into this area of might which we translated as arrogance to ourselves I shall throw him into hell and I don't care you are nothing as a human being you are a slave you are someone who was brought by Allah so who are you to think of yourself you are something if you read the statement up that's a statement by Ibn Ata' al-Sakandari rahimahullah he spoke about a phase before al-i'jab bin-nafs so we can speak of four but I'm, I'm talking about the second one the one that's prior to al-i'jab bin-nafs we call it al-rida an nafs but that's بعدين uh, yeah, it's too early to talk about this he says aslu the foundation the origin if you go back to anything that goes wrong in your life 
as a choice you make, meaning that you feel good about yourself, well, I'm, I'm okay. Ibn Ata is taking you into a deeper meaning of self-purification, always put yourself to account. I'm not good enough to Allah. Yani. I'm not good enough to be worthy of praising Allah, you know, like in that matter. Not that you are degrading yourself or looking down at yourself in a negative way, but we'll talk about this later on sometime. But today I want to focus about this self-admiration that we want to talk a little bit about what could be a cause for that. So give me ideas. What could be a cause for al-ajab bin-nafs or self-admiration to settle in someone's entity, in someone's self? Any, any thoughts? Al-jahl. Al-jahl Ignorance about what? Yeah, that's a very broad uh, term. What we just spoke about, al-jahlu bin-nafs. That you think that uh, you, you are worthy of what you have. That you think that you earned things on your own. That you think now you are feeling good because you went to the gym yesterday. Or because you are maintaining a diet that is good. Or because uh, you are, uh, you know, uh, able to uh, maintain a good habits. These are all tools. These are all means. And we should use them. And we should maintain them. But never forget that it is all because of Allah. And that at any time he can take that away from you, regardless of what you do. So ignorance about yourself and how vulnerable you are will make you think that you are able to maintain things on your own. And there was a line of poetry that was said by one of the poets, which he says, إذا لم يكن للعبد عون من ربه فأول ما يجني عليه اجتهاده If there is no support from the Lord to his servant to maintain your status, the first thing that will cause you destruction is your own thoughts. You can never survive. You can never maintain things on your own. You need Allah in your life. Mishnallah, you're breathing. Do you think you're breathing because your lungs are functioning fine? That's a tool. Do you think when you have fever and you go to the doctor and he prescribes you know, some medicine that it is the doctor's knowledge and the pill that caused the fever to go? It's Allah who caused the fever to come and it's Allah who will cause the fever to, ish, to go. He brought it for a test and he tested you to go seek methods, means to take the pill and to consult with the physician. Always center your mind Allah, Allah, Allah. Everything in your life, Allah. Nothing about you. Nothing about your smartness. Yet you have to be the most smart, smartest person on earth. Nothing about your money. Allah brought you risk and, and, and sustenance, but you must do your best maintaining the best income that you can get. This balance of utilizing means in life, but yet 
stepping out from it and putting everything in the hands of Allah is the key for you to understand how to maintain a good Muslim track when you are journeying to your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is that clear? And, and, and ignorance or al-jahl is what we can relate also in Surah al-Sajda. Anyone memorize Surah al-Sajda? In the middle of it, what does Allah say? الذي أحسن كل شيء خلقه The one who perfected everything that he created, subhanah. وَبَدَأَ خَلْقَ الْإِنسَانِ مِنْ And he started the creation of the human race from طين clay, mud. ثُمَّ جَعَلَ نَسْلَهُ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِمَّا إِمَّهِينَ then he made you come into this world from uh, a low fluid. Al-semen man woman. This is where you came from. And with all the respect, you came from people where they urinate at. And don't think of yourself, when when did you come يمكن حتى أهلك جابوك بالغلط ما كانوا مفكرين جيبوك I don't know even probably your parents weren't even planning to have you came by mistake probably they called the sheikh you know my wife is pregnant والله ما كنا مخططين we didn't plan that can we do شو اسم هذه abortion لا استغفر الله حرام okay keep him يلا مش مشكلة remember that if you come down to this reality then maybe you stop thinking of yourself and oh, um, because most of the problems happen because of your self admiration self admiration another uh, reason uh, you know the, the ignorance what another reason can cause people to feel uh, self admired or, or self admiration illness any any thoughts يلا شغلوا عقلكم شوي. The way you are raised. We want to balance between feeding too much words of انت وانت 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 ومن دونك وانت تاج راسي وانت مش عارف يعني some parents raise their kids in so much spoiling approach they can never tell them no they can never tell them stop they can never discipline them until the child knows that he can get whatever he wants and there's no obstacles and even when he makes problems at school instead of disciplining their kids they go fight with the teachers with the principal even if the kids are brought at the masjid, and if you're not telling him, you know, he's still young, he wants to come and fight with you. Mashi, you want to bring your kid? We love bringing kids to the masjid. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. But two things. If you know that they're not going to stand and they're going to be making noise, disturbing everyone in salah, 
خليك معهم in the back stay with them in the back if they بيبلشوا ينطوا نط معهم and control the knot you know or يعني uh, pray at home that's okay what I'm trying to say sometimes I'm, I'm not saying because I do believe that kids should be brought to the masjid but I'm saying about the way that some parents wants to defend their kids actions regardless of what what, what it is or how wrong it is and that will create what uh, will create a, a, a tradition or a culture of people like to be praised a lot when you feed this into your kid when he is six and seven and eight years old, he cannot but grow when he is 15 and 16 and 20 and 25. That only how people talk about him. Uh, how do I look? We look great. Oh, yeah, of course. They always need someone to keep you know, praising them. And if they don't hear these words of praise, they, they, they make it up. They pay people to put likes for them on their posts. And if they're not getting enough likes, naturally, they cannot look at a post without 200 or 600 likes, you know, every hour coming into his Misharifish. Uh, they are measuring themselves by the perception of people unto them, not by the perception of Allah unto them. That's a problem by itself. At the end, it's about whom you are looking that he is to look at you. Is it Allah or is it people? That's a question that you need to ask yourself. That's why we need to always remind people whatever they have, that it is something of honor because of the value of what you are, not because of how much people are praising you. Sitna Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, when the Prophet came to her shivering sallallahu alayhi wasallam, she started listing for him the good qualities and the qualities are not about him. The qualities of what he was able to do for other people. It was not about Inta hadith. You speak honest, you, you never lie to people. You connect with family. Anyone who is يعني, in need, you go help him. If there's any problem, you go try to solve it. Bottom line, even before revelation came unto him, وسلم, he was described by his family member, his wife mainly, of how he was not self-centered, how he was community-centered, if you want to call it in our term now. So tarbiya or nourishing people or discipline or the way people are raised makes a huge difference in how you can Think of what are the reasons behind self-admiration. Uh, another reason, anyone thought of any other reason? That people, I want to quote this. 
عن همام بن الحارث أن رجلا جعل يمدح عثمان that someone started praising another person فعمد المقداد فجث على ركبتيه وكان رجلا ضخما so المقداد kneeled down on his knees and he was like a big guy فجعل يحث في وجهه الحصباء and he, used, he started throwing dust in the face of that person فقال له عثمان ما شأنك why, why are you doing this so he said إن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال the, I heard the Prophet وسلم saying إذا رأيتم المداحين فحثوا في وجوههم التراب if you see people who go around and start praising others all the time, throw dust at their face. Get rid of them. And another hadith, أثنى رجل على رجل عند النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. A person praised another person by the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. And the Prophet said, ويلك, whoa, like what are you doing? قطعت عنق صاحبك. قطعت عنق صاحبك. You caused him death. مش death بمعنى biologically death mentally self illness death من كان منكم مادحا أخاه لا محالة if there is something you have to say and this is the line it's not about that you should not praise anyone but there are conditions there are manners there's a proper way to do it if there is something that someone needs to be praised for yeah, and you have to say that this guy has a PhD in science, whatever. He has a PhD in science. I'm not going to deny him that. Or this guy is a physician. Or this guy is whatever, inventor. Sometimes you have to speak and say what people they are. That's their right. So the Prophet is saying, if you are to praise Timdah someone, لا محالة فليقل أحسب فلانا والله حسيبه I think that this person is righteous, that this person is upright, that this person is honest. Don't make statements that are 100% cut. Wallahu hasibu, and Allah knows more about him, I don't know. We do this whenever, yesterday, and I had a text from a sister telling me, what do you think of this person for marriage? He's asking for that of some friend of her. I said, I know of him that he's a good man. That's what I know, Allah knows different. بس أنا what I've seen إذا رأيتم الرجل يرتاد المساجد فاشهدوا له بالإيمان If you see someone coming to pray in the masjid then testify that he's a person of faith Now is he coming only because there's a woman who wants to marry? Allah If she's not coming then he's not coming to salah that's a different story But what I see that he's coming to the masjid So I'm going to testify to what I know and I'm going to phrase it not in a clear cut finalized you know, uh, testimony or shahada, that that's what I think of him. And I do not claim to give a purification title to someone that I'm not the one. Allah is the one who be zakkinnas. Allah says. Do not self-praise yourself. Everyone, Allah knows what he is. Another reason for people to be in the illness of self-admiration, if you hang out a lot with people who are always thinking and talking about themselves. 
if these are the only people that you hang out with, I did this, I want this, I bought this, I did that, they don't stop. You can't even interrupt them. And if you talk about something else, they'll be offended. That's, that's someone that you need to avoid. It's a matter of time that you're going to start picking up these habits. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, "Al-mar'u ala dini khalilihi falyanzur ahadukum man yukhalil." Everyone will pick up habits from the one he hangs out with. So watch out whom you hang out with. You know, if you hang out with someone who smokes weed, for example, it's going to be a matter of time that you're going to try it, yes, jarrab. I first la haram, I be juzna. Yalla hat lan jarrabah. Wallahi amniha satta lil akh. You know, but if you hang out with someone every time the name of the Prophet ﷺ is mentioned, he says Sallallahu It's gonna be a matter of time that you're gonna pick up the habit after him. If you're gonna hang out with someone who every time Salah comes is gonna stand up and pray, even if you, you're gonna be probably inshallah praying with him. So watch out whom you hang out with. Another reason for people to be self-centered, to focus on the blessing and ni'mah and forget the mun'im, the one who bestowed it unto you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-wuqufu ala ni'mah wa nisyanu al-mun'im. Anyone knows a person that was mentioned in the Quran by the name of Qarun? He used to be from Bani Israel. It was said that he's the cousin of Sayyidina Musa or something like that. But he, this guy had lots of money. This guy had lots of money. The keys that would open the safe for the gold and the money that had he had and he owned, the keys had to be carried by like many people. Imagine. Yani the key itself, it has to be more than one person. To carry the key. So imagine how much money he had. Allah spoke about him in the Quran. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim in Surah Al-Qasas. Inna Qarun kana min qawmi Musa. Qarun was from the people of Musa. Fabagha alayhim. He was of, yani, Tughyan and Baghi. Wa ataynahu min al-kunuz. Allah tested him that he gave him treasures. Ma inna mafatihahu latanu'u bil-usbati ulul al-quwa. That men with big muscles will never be able to carry his, like there has to be a bunch of people to carry the keys. People told him, yani, be grateful to Allah, you know, don't be overexcited. Allah does not peop, like people who are overexcited and praising themselves. Seek in whatever Allah gave you of wealth and money, the hereafter. Take your share, but don't put everything in this dunya and forget the akhirah. And be grateful to Allah the way Allah has been grateful to you. And do not use this wealth to cause mischief on, on earth. What did he say? I'm the one who got it. I'm the one who earned it. I deserve every penny of it. 
I deserve every way to, to spend it in the way that I feel it's suitable. He wants to forget everything that has to do who gave it to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wants to forget everything about if Allah is the one who gave it to you, then you should remember the poor, then you should give zakah, then you should give sadaqah, donate, blah, 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 ila akhirin. He didn't want any of that. Always remember, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِن نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ Every ni'mah that you have is from who? From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know there's a dua that the Prophet used to say every morning, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do you know what it is? Shu sayah salat. Huh? Remind me when it's 12.30, please. There's a dua that the Prophet would, would say every morning, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Naam. You know, this dua, you guys have to remember that. Yani the same way you remember al-Fatiha, you need to remember these duas. And you should say them. There's something called the word. Every morning, whenever you wake up and you're going to school, you're going to work, whatever. Instead of listening to the news, well, God knows what music you listen to. You should be busy reciting your word of Quran and adhkar. Minimum, you should read the Fatiha, Al-Kursi, and then Al-Ikhlas, Al-Falaq, Al-Nas. Minimum, every morning. If you remember more, you could add the beginning of the Baqarah, the end of the Baqarah, you know, other stuff. But among the du'as that if you remember, it will be good to say, Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin, O Lord, any ni'mah, from gravity to the sun, to oxygen, to birds, to bacteria, whatever, to your internal organs, to your skin, to your face, to your limbs, to your money, to your family, to your car, to your school, everything. Allahumma ma asbahabi min ni'matin, every ni'mah that woke up with me this morning. أو بأحد من خلقك or any ni'mah that came down on any of your servants, your slaves فمنك وحدك it's only you لا شريك لك I related to no one but you my lord فلك الحمد ولك الشكر and for that I'm in status of praise and I'm in status of gratefulness another reason that causes you to be in the illness of self-admiration. That sometimes you take positions of leadership and you're not ready yet. Ah, this is big. This is, this is mushkila. And many times, you know now in, in California, maybe Illinois is following up. They're taking people from high school, six months training to go teach at schools. There's no teachers. But because of the necessity, we need to fill the gap. In Dawa, we have the same problem. You know how many masajid are in the US now? Around 3,000. Do you know how many masajid have full-time imams? 
that they are paid as full-time imams, not more than 27%. This is official uh, numbers done by Dr. Uh, Ihsan Bagby from Kentucky University. So what happens? And I, I remember someone that I know he used to sell drugs. I went into a masjid and I saw him giving Salat al-Jumu'ah. Uh, the <laughs> and I know that he sell drugs. I'm not going to make that as an extreme example, yani as uh, the only example. But there are a lot of people who, Allah is they're doing their best. But if you are to step into any position of leadership, of responsibility, before Mastering the professionalism of the act, master the professionalism and the purification of yourself. Because that could return more bad onto you. You could be the victim of your own self. Watch out. You have to keep this track of self-purification so you keep yourself cool down. You know. You need fiqh and everything. You cannot go into business without learning the fiqh of trade or business. You cannot take a leadership if it was an, an, an imam or if it was a committee member or if it was a board member in a masjid or if it was a, 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 an advisor or whatever. But go and learn and then work on yourself. What are some of the bad outcomes of self-admiration? We spoke first about reasons. Now let's talk about if you don't control the self-admiration and you feed it in all these reasons, what happens? Number one, you don't accept any advices. You will only listen to yourself. We will fail to find anyone that can go and talk to you. You only listen to your own inspirations. And you consider yourself that you are the best ever who can figure things out. While a Muslim follows the path of the Prophet and the Prophet, what did he say? Religion, religiosity, practicing religion is the ability of take advice. That's it. Can you imagine? The Prophet ﷺ illustrated and summarized كل الإسلام in one word, نصيحة. والمشكلة, if you have friends or colleagues that you claim you cannot give them nasiha, then the relationship is fake, is not true. Someone that you cannot talk genuine to them, then it's only mujamalat. Shu mujamalat bil inglizi? Huh? Lama jamal wahad, yani fake, this guy is crazy. But you have to smile in his face. But jamalu. Yani fasru antum al-ankum sharafni. The second thing, at any real test, you will fall. 
يو كان نوت ستاند مش متعود على الفتن يور اونلي يوز اوف بريز يور اونلي يوز اوف واو بات وين ا بروبلم هيتس يو فريك اوت يو دونت نو هاو تو هاندل ات يو بانيك and you start blaming everyone and circumstances you blame parents you blame siblings you blame the government you blame the city hatta you blame allah fi nas btusal wlesh ma dal hada ghair ya rab ta'mal fi hik some people will go that far yani wal a'udhu billah but people who maintain their humbleness mutwadi'in They know that they are vulnerable, they are nothing. When Allah tests them, they go to Allah in more vulnerability and in more seeking of what? Of help and support. And they go, they seek advice, help. But someone who always thought that he can stand solo or she can stand solo, at any real test in life, they will fail. They cannot move on. Another outcome of self admiration is that people will not like to hang out with you and if they have to akhuk majboor fik aw akhtak majboora fik or ibn ammak or your friend bas min bab kaman al mujamalat that they have to you will not have real friends you might have a lot of contacts at telephone mumkin ikun andak fi lot of contacts but if you don't have It goes like this. One, three, five. Everyone should have the one person that you lean on. And this person is, is, is a match in your soul. Like the Prophet and Abu Bakr, and And the three, the three that you like to travel with and hang out with. So this is the, yalla, kul wahd minkum, go to your, who's your best friend? Baden BFF, baden BFF, FF, Sharvish. Baden five, who is? Your circle of support and uh, protection. Baden ban, ahla wa salam kul nas. Marhamma, ma fi mushkila. So this is, Something that you will fail to have if you are self-admiring yourself and, 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 and maintaining like that. Let us finish. What time is it? Good. Let us finish with some advices of how to handle this self-admiration illness, if we may say it. Number one. Always put yourself to account. Hasab halak daiman. Sayyidina Umar, it was quoted that every day at the end of the day before he goes to bed, he will sit down and he will say, Mada sataqulu li rabbika ghadan ya Umar? If Allah puts me to account, If Allah tells me, how did I treat my siblings? How did I treat my parents? How did I treat my neighbors? How did I treat the people next to me in Salah? How did I drive in the street? What answer do I have? If you don't reflect 
on your actions, you never think of that, you never do that, that's a problem. عود حالك تحاسب حالك. Always question, did I do good? Was that good enough? Not for anyone, but for the sake of Allah. So that's tip number one. Tip number two. Avoid being in the front seats. Do that intentionally sometimes. A story I want to share with you. Anyone heard of this name, Sheikh Muhammad Mutwali Sha'rawi? He is one of the famous figures in Egypt in the past century, rahimahullah. He was known to be making tafsir al-Quran in a linguistic approach, very interesting way. So at his late age, he was honored by the president of Egypt. He was brought into a big like stadium or something. He was on the stage and given the award, finished, got in the taxi. While he, the one who narrated the story is the taxi driver. And then in the middle of the road between the place where he went and the house, they passed by a masjid. He said, stop, wait for me and I'll be back. He said, he went for 10 minutes and he came back. And I could tell that the scent of his clothes changed. It kind of stinky. So that taxi driver was, yani, always like, what's wrong? He told him, when I was on the stage and everyone was clapping and I was being praised, I, I self-admired myself. I felt good. But then I wanted to treat this mushkila. So I went and I cleaned the washroom in this masjid. I don't know what this masjid is. I just wanted to go and remind myself that I'm nothing. So you need to avoid being sometimes in front seats. And if you are forced to be in front seats when you are by yourself, talk to yourself. Remind yourself that you are nothing. Or go do something in a place where no one knows you. Something that is very probably low, as people might call it low, in the eyes of, of, of people. Nothing is low. That's how people will look at it. Treat yourself. Keep the immunity. Another thing you can do, always visit ill and sick people in hospital. You would see how vulnerable they are and how desperate they are for normal things to go back in their lives. It would make you appreciate what you are in. Yesterday also, I spoke to a close friend. He was admitted to the hospital overseas. And just because of the few words I I told him, you know, on WhatsApp, voice messages. He sent back like crying, Anna, I had to keep myself strong. He's a close friend and I know how tough it is on him, but I had to keep my tone stable to give him hope. 
لانه if I'm gonna freak with him صرنا اثنين يعني بس when you see that people that you know that you love are that vulnerable it just makes you think it can happen to me I can هلا انا وطالع ممكن افرط على الطريق I can be يعني vulnerable to anything my goodness one virus came locked everyone and the whole world in their homes هذا كوفيد الله اعلم من وين اجى، شي بيحكي قرود، شي بيحكي سلاحف، شي بيحكي مش عارف ايه، وطويط. I don't know, some people say it could be bats, it could be turtles, it could be monkeys, whatever that COVID came from. Regardless, it came. So can you imagine a bacteria what can it do to you, a virus what could it do to you? Imagine other things in life. So go and visit people who are ill or sick, who are vulnerable, and then you can. And with that, remind, remind yourself of death. Any time could be a time for you to die. And any time, and anything can kill you. هلا هذا اللي احنا عملنا ما شاء الله very good. ممكن لدي شرطة اجي ميت انا من وراء. يعني you've been sipping liquid since you were born. But at a time, it could be that sip of liquid that could suffocate you and you die. الله اعلم مش بعفر. You don't know. So watch out. كل ما بدك تشرب قول بسم الله يا رب تفوت وتنزل تفوت بخير وتطلع بخير. Make it come in ease and make it leave in ease. I remember that one person, المأمون or some Khalifa, he told one of the shayukh sitting by him, give me a reminder that I can remind, يعني remind myself with. And he was like uh, having a, bar, a cup of water. He said, If you reached almost death because of thirst, you need water, you are so desperate. If you don't drink water, you're gonna die. And someone brought you a cup of water, how much money will you pay for that? And if you don't drink it, you're gonna die. He said, half of what I own. And he was a Khalifa. You could imagine how much he owed, he owned. And he said, if that water got stuck in your uh, urine, any uh, bladder or whatever, and if you don't let it out, it's going to explode and kill you. How much would you pay to let it get out? He said, half of my, the rest of my money. He said, so all your wealth is worth of what? Cup of water. The last thing, always, uh, you know, Uh, avoid uh, hanging out with people who are self-centered, people who are arrogant, people who are only busy about talking themselves. I hope we have learned today something of an illness that is hitting a lot of us uh, to know some of its reasons and some of how it affects us and some tips of how to help each other in that, inshallah ta'ala.